Good afternoon, good evening, or good night to you, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host for today's Real Vegas Junkies. Today I'm being joined by what some people can consider the master of podcast in Las Vegas, Travis Fletcher. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show that is out of our studio. We are currently in Sticky Paws Studios, and I'm happy to have Real Vegas Junkies, uh, Real Vegas Magazine, uh, be a partner of the studio. Yeah, I mean, last episode that I was able to host, we had David Kohlmeyer come in, oh. and he uh, was able to highlight to us uh, that he's working for the law firm Hadari Law Group, and that is Sam Ryan Hadari right there on the front. It was hot off the press last week. <laughs> this week, it's it's still oh, still it's, pretty hot. It's pretty. It's a warm. Still off the press. pretty hot. Warm off the press at this moment in time. Um, do you ever see yourself being on the front cover of a magazine? Let's start with that. On the front cover? I never thought I'd be in a magazine at all. So uh, a few months back, a few issues back on the Real Vegas uh, uh, magazine, we uh, Sticky Paws actually had a whole two-page thing uh, announcing our partnership with Real Vegas magazine and Real Vegas Junkie. So it was amazing. Uh, seeing my face on print, did not think I was that ugly, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's really cool. Like the, the the magazine reaches a lot of people, and honestly, like being being on the front means you're you're doing something. There was somebody at a dentist office that was like, <laughs> "Wow, this kid has got a face for podcasting." But little do they know, right, that that actually isn't an insult anymore because no. a lot more podcasts are. Uh, using video like we are using today. So wh what do you think about that shift and not being able to use that joke anymore? Uh, well, face for radio still exists. So that I think does. I think the saying still exists. But face for podcasting literally means you're the hottest person in the world because podcasting is the hottest thing in social media content, mm. George. Like podcasting is an amazing medium that, you know, a lot of people, it was invented in 2006 with the iPod, right? You know, that's where podcasting comes from. Before it was called internet radio. And at the time, it was just uh, encumbered with a bunch of other radio personalities, like like basic guys, and all you'd see is just like an image and whatever. But over the course of many years, like everyone knows Joe Rogan was like purchased by Spotify for like hundreds of millions of dollars. And that was the first time that the world recognized that podcasting isn't just some, like isn't just a fad, you know? Mm. And I truly believe that today that if you're if if a person or a company or a brand or an influencer doesn't have a podcast, they are missing out on a huge audience that consumes a lot of it. And, you know, the podcast world is growing. You say that there are a lot more people consuming, but I'll hit it from the realistic side. There's still a good deal of people in the world that don't consume podcasts every day. Do you see that shifting over the next five to ten years? It's it's actually, I think that the the increase of the podcast listeners is is going a little bit slower than people expected. Just because, like, how do you get somebody to to really involve themselves on an hour to a thirty minute thing, like? If the first two minutes are dry, like you're you're moving on. But long form, like the first two minutes of a movie is slow. You don't get any good content, but you paid for the ticket and you're in there. You know it's gonna be great. So um, a lot of people have kind of like circumvented this kind of like anxiety by repurposing podcast content for social media platforms like TikTok Reels, Facebook Reels, YouTube Shorts. Because at that point, you're really just taking the chunks that are the most important or the most entertaining and mm -hmm. delivering it to the to the people that you know, have shorter attention spans or prefer short form content. And as far as um, like what I've been able to see throughout the podcast that I've listened to, I've been an avid listener now for, I would say roughly four years. Um, I didn't enter myself into the podcasting space until about two years ago, mm -hmm. where I really did start to see the value of 
being able to own your own story and your own yeah. brand, is that a, a lot of the things that you're seeing uh, businesses do in, in these past uh, couple of years? If, if you were uh, not living under a rock since 2016, we know that there's a lot of people uh, uh, upset with like the uh, the traditional media channels, right? Like YouTube, Instagram, all these places are have like have political agendas, even though that they're not like political. They're like if you don't say if you say something they don't like, they demonetize you or they delist you. And so if uh, if you have like a let's say you have a THC company, right? Mm -hmm. a, a dispensary company, actually advertising on platforms like Facebook or Instagram is against their terms of service. It's not illegal. It's not like you're hurting anyone. But now all of a sudden these companies are are scrambling and trying to figure out ways to self-host content. And podcasting has always been like the wild west of self-hosting mm -hmm. because ever since the beginning, there was no YouTube place to upload your podcast. You literally had to have your website, upload the audio file to your website and use what's called an RSS feed, which is fancy language for uh, a document that gets sent out to Apple Podcasts, Spotify and stuff that reads like each of the things. So whenever you click download podcast or play podcast on Spotify or Apple, you're actually not downloading it from Apple or Spotify. You're downloading it from their hosted platform, which means that if you self-host, no one can really take it down. Obviously, if it's illegal and it breaks like laws, they, mm -hmm. you know, government couldn't come after you, but the, the platforms don't control what the content is. So for a lot of companies like like gun companies or you know even food companies that are like offer really strange stuff um, can finally get their message out there without having to worry about whether or not the uh, the reception will be met with like you know demonetization or just it's not seeing anyone. What are some of the biggest anxieties that you see uh, for people that are just wanting to start podcasting? Because I'm pretty sure there's going to be a couple of listeners that are listening to it right now. It's like, man, I've heard this story over and over mm -hmm. and over again, and I'm afraid to make the jump for X, Y, and Z reason. What are you normally seeing uh, be those anxieties or barriers? So a lot of the barrier of podcasting is that nobody's, first of all, like we're wearing headphones and like talking to a microphone. That is enough to like scare a lot of people away because you're not used to listening to your voice in your head. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of people are insecure about their own voice and stuff. But most importantly, like we don't do a good job as a society in America to like really give people like a voice. Like everyone feels like whatever they have to say isn't important. Or so they feel like if they have a podcast that they would just be talking like nonsense, like, but the cool thing about podcasting, especially interview based podcasting or even monologue based podcasting or even story based podcasting is that there is for every human, there's hundreds of other people, if not thousands or millions of people who share that same story. So no matter how niche or unique or like insecure, your thoughts might be going into starting a podcast. Like there are other people that will resonate with that. And a lot of people are obviously afraid of getting like public backlash or be like, oh, I don't like your content or I don't, whatever. But the algorithms of social media these, these days find people that resonate with that content. For example, if I, if, I, if I broke my leg and I'm going through a hard time um, and I want to share my experience of going through hospital bills, like, yeah, that, for most people, that's not interesting. But there are people who are, who are chronically ill and have to go through the hospital and need somebody who, who understands their pain. Uh, and that's a, like podcasting and is a great way to find those people because otherwise you're making a tweet and it, there's really no discoverability there or you're making a long form post on Facebook and it's just restricted to your friends. But now that there's short form content and like these real algorithms, like it listens to the content it understands who engages with it and delivers it to the people. So now having a voice is as is easier than ever. 
Um, mm. And having a unique voice is as gratifying as ever because now people can utilize their uniqueness and their nicheness mm -hmm. to finally come through and find the people that they want. Um, you, you've been working here at Sticky Paws Studios since it opened. You are one of the partners of the studio mm -hmm. and you were also working at another studio before this. Yeah. Tell me about some of your success stories. People that were willing to take the jump business wise, sure. creativity wise to really use podcasting to help promote, uh, like their downward funnel or however they make revenue for uh -huh. themselves. So I believe it was, uh, the biggest story that uh, it's not really, related to sticky pods, but it's, it's a very interesting story because the, the last company you expect to succeed in podcasting is a, a cookie company, mm. right? But like crumble cookie based in Las Vegas, um, or is it pink? Bo it's crumble cookie, crumble cookie based in Las Vegas, um, started a podcast and all their podcast was about was just casual conversations. But then during the podcast, they would present the cookies as like a little bit during the podcast, but they completely owe their success uh, to the success of their company due to that podcast. Like the fact that they can like casually talk about something and then have their, their cookies presented. They obviously have the long four podcast talking about whatever, but then the cookies are just make a, a feature, but now people are being exposed to this organically mm -hmm. and oh, through the social media content, through the virality of like some of the few clips or whatever that kind of popped off. They have seen more and more success. And we see this time and time again with very niche and specific brands that just like, how do you advertise an overly sugar, sugar cookie that's delicious as hell, but without doing it in like an ad format? Like, come on down to Pink Box Donuts or Crumble Cookie. Like, how do you do that? And so, so that's, a, that's one of the success stories, but it's echoed through everyone. Like, like uh, there are Sam Hadari, for example, has a, has a podcast, Sex, Lies, and Lawyers. Um, just recently... He has been uh, new to Vegas with his law firm, but now instead of just buying billboards or the, the bus stop ads or whatever, all the traditional media, he's now capturing a different level of people through social media. Whenever, like, whenever someone's driving down the road, everyone sees the billboards, but for real, like, even the drivers are looking at their phones mm. and like on Instagram and stuff like Very that. Very true. And we have to start understanding that Instagram, TikTok, and Reels and YouTube are all like like digital real estate as much of a billboard is like physical real estate in your vision. So if you are just talking passionately about your, uh, your product or about a story, like for example, uh, Sam Hadari like features a lot of different people who have gone through, you know, trials and stuff, but it's not, it's entertaining. It's not about come on down to Sam Hadari for injury law. It's like, let's, let's just have a good conversation. Oh, by the way, it's Sam Hadari. Who's an expert in injury law. Um, and we've had many, many smaller podcasts here at the studio who've, who've garnered so much success because they use podcasting as like a top of the funnel. And if you're not really familiar with like the funnel talk is like, uh, at the beginning, uh, you just need to get eyeballs onto your content to then convert them into like buying a book or whatever. So we've had a few clients here. Uh, Sally Allen is one of them and Roland Tomase who, who are both authors who have a book and they are using their podcasting as a platform to share their ideas from their book and then to get people to either uh, subscribe to their course monthly or to purchase the book on Amazon to get a more in-depth kind of thing. Because at the end of the day, even audio, even books are audio, which is like podcasting. Mm -hmm. So if you can like break down a chapter of your book and like really go in depth and have a guest that resonates with it, so, like I personally have downloaded so many books because I listened to an interview on a podcast just going over the synopsis or some of the key points. And mm -hmm. it's a great way to convert people into to different mediums 
through a casual conversation that doesn't feel salesmanshipy. You know, mm -hmm. most of the times when people are starting podcasts, from what I've seen, you know, and and this could go into some of your anxieties. You have an idea in mind for like a solid month, mm -hmm. two months, people you have lined up, this idea that you've been wanting to birth for a while. You succeed at that. After two months, you're kind of like, oh my God, what do I do now? Yeah. So for the people that have been podcasting and they kind of hit a rut, what are some of the things that they can do to, you know, kind of reinvigorate their content or like, sure. you know, get, catch a second wind? So like uh, a lot of podcasters, like nobody like really starts in like a studio like ours. Like mm -hmm. if you have like a, a, like a tons of money and like capital and runway money or whatever you call it to like do something like this, this is great. But most people do start out of their, their basements, their bedrooms, or they're on location. They're, you're interviewing people. So we've heard a lot of people that have come to us like in the second phase of their podcasting journey where they, they really want to start getting guests physically in the studio or they like, they're tired of the zoom calls. Cause at the end of the day, like there's like a lack of like connection, like with me and you here, like we're feeling each other. Like we, there's like this nonverbal communication between us. So like we can communicate a lot more efficiently whenever you're doing it over zoom, it's kind of it's lackluster. Also, you don't want to like invite somebody to your mom's house, like a professional or a business professional then to come down and speak about that. So to really take it to the next level, a lot of people aren't doing as much as they could be doing in the clip section or in the studio section by having a physical place where you call your brand, having colors, lights, intros, outros, people are more uh, adept to to trust your opinion. And by them trusting your opinion, they, they will share your opinion with other people. So my advice to like anyone starting off or who's kind of hit like this plateau is to kind of shift in a different gear and think about longevity. Like, yeah, every single week you're probably thinking about clips. You're probably thinking about it going up on time. You're thinking about the YouTube release. You're commenting on everything. But really finding a, a place like Sticky Paws. And there's tons of other people uh, in, the, in this town that have podcast studios. But they all, what they're mainly focused on is uh, turnkey services for podcasting. So when somebody comes in and they're ready to hit the second gear on their podcast or the first gear with some money behind them, they, they are automating everything. So when a host comes in to sticky pause, they sit down, they come in and sit down in the seat. They speak for an hour. They have like multi cameras. They have an engineer, they have a dedicated producer, and we handle the distribution to the video, like YouTube and uh, Apple, Spotify, Google mm. play, everything. So at the end of the day, all you're focusing on is the content and engaging with your audience, which is really what drives like the longevity of a podcast. If you don't mm. have personal connection with the people listening, if you don't have feedback, then it kind of like tapers out or it plateaus. But that is where the next level, which gives you more time to think str strategically, like, oh, let's have an event on a lo local restaurant or let's have a meetup with uh, my friends or, hey, let's just even have a private Discord chat. And But you can start thinking about this stuff instead of logistically being bogged down by a lot of that. And that's what really Sticky Paws is about, is to giving that freedom of, of content to the hosts to mm. really discover really what their podcast is about without having to worry about the technical side. And uh, obviously, you know, that's amazing advice. And if we haven't already sold people or at least kept them going with podcasts, um, if we want to pu put up the wide here, Trey, we have uh, Real Vegas Junkies, and we'll focus on the word junkies because this is a podcast network that is mm. growing across the country. Um, you're playing a huge part in that. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that and uh, what the junkies name right. 
uh, means and where it's going. So yeah, Real Vegas uh, Junkies is a partnership with Real Vegas Magazine, but we uh, the Junkies brand is actually as it has its kind of tentacles across the entire country. We're both uh, a network of podcasts uh, that feature different niches. So for example, we have Real Vegas Junkies. We have uh, Fight Junkies, which is more about MMA and boxing. We have Fitness Junkies, which is about working out and kind of fitness and health and stuff like that. We have Action Junkies, which is about adrenaline sports, betting, stuff like that. Uh, we have Gridiron Junkies, which uh, George Carmona right here is the host of Gridiron Junkies. Uh, soft yes, plug yes. there. Um, but essentially, this network is building kind of like a group of people all accomplishing the same goal to find each niche. But that it doesn't stop there because Junkies is not just an idea. It's actually a... Uh, 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 a business that's starting in Boca Raton. So podcasting, you might see as like a niche kind of thing and as it's growing slowly, but we found that across the country, there's a market of people who just don't have access to the knowledge of podcasting. So in Boca Raton, Florida, currently there is a Podcast Junkie Studios, amazing, uh, which offers similar services like Sticky Paws, um, and they will produce turnkey, produce your studio, multi-camera setup, the whole shebang. And uh, over the uh, course of a few years, we hope to open up in every major city so that anyone in the country who has an idea and who wants to take their podcast to the next level or is just starting can can start today or just go down and consult or just see how it's done. So it's not just a, oh, I have to buy $4,000 of equipment and I got to worry about the EQ and the, the parameters of like uploading and oh no, the file size is too big. Like it's, you don't need to be a tech whiz to do a podcast. You just have to have a great idea. And that's what Sticky Paws Studios and Podcast Junkie Studios and the network is really here to to give. Like we have many shows that we're, we're building currently that will expand to bigger things. We have a lot of different shows um, that are part of the network that aren't Junkies brand, but we're here to give a voice and give like uh, the freedom of uh, communicating to their audience uh, without having to worry about the tech. Mm. And is there anything else that we missed in the podcast space? I just, I, I, the one thing I haven't asked you is what is your favorite podcast currently? What can you put the people onto? So, I mean, it's, it seems a little ironic, but like my favorite podcast is actually a cinematography podcast. Uh, it's, uh, so prior to podcasting, prior to Sticky Paws, I was uh, going to school as a UNLV for film. And at that time, I was really just, and this really just shows you the strength of podcasting. I was super anxious about like going into the filmmaking industry, not understanding cinematography. So I found a guy, his name is Patrick O'Sullivan with the Wandering DP podcast. Check it out. If you're really into filmmaking, into the, to the technical side of filmmaking, you'll really enjoy his work. Um, he really broke down all of the scenes. Like he would like record a commercial and then over an audio format, he would talk about what he shot. Like, oh yeah, I put a light over here to fill this uh, broadside lighting and I put the background and all of this kind of content is so, it's passive. But as long as you're listening to what you need to be listening to, like to the experts in the field, like even though you're like not into hydroponics, but if there's a hydroponic podcast out there and you're going to school for that, just being around professionals uh, and listening to how they speak kind of makes you a better person. It makes it easier to understand. So by the time I was like third year in college, I was a more well-rounded person because outside of learning hours, I was understanding how to speak the language, the equipment, the understanding. So, and that's what's, what's cool about podcasting as well is that professionals without, with nothing to sell can just go to this medium and then find the next generation of the people in that podcast, uh, in that, like, uh, that trade, for example, welders, like we have a, a shortage of America and welders, plumbers, like all these trades. And it's because there's a lack of, uh, 
coolness or a lack of education to it. Everyone sees like the nine to five worker or the guy who's busting his butt, you know, doing a bunch of stuff. He's sweaty. He comes home. It's like, that doesn't seem like a very nice life. But at the end of the day, these people are like, they make good money, by the way. So if you want to be in the trade, do it. Uh, but they also are, feel really gratified about their work because every weld or every pipe fitting is a, a, a creative endeavor on, on, or a logistical challenge on how to fix it. And if I were to listen to a plumber's podcast talking about just like challenges and cool stories about plumbing, I I guarantee you I'd be like, well, plumbing's on the on the on the list. I'm, not. I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing plumbing. You know, it's a good side gig or something. I don't know, but uh, yeah. So I listen to cinematography podcasts, but there's all these specific niches, not just entertainment, mm. um, that can really kind of cue you into what the professionals think in that industry before you even get into it. And that's the cool thing about the distribution of podcasting. Travis, it's been a pleasure to hear you uh, just instill in us that you need a podcast, people. If you got a business or if you're trying to build your own brand, you need to get in contact with Travis Flesher, Sticky Paws Studios. Uh, very impressive young man. And um, what you've got in the future is uh, a lot of good things. Yeah. A lot of good things. And we're, we're currently still have, we have a lot of availability in the studio. So if you, uh, if you want to start a podcast or if you're thinking about starting a podcast or you're not thinking about starting a podcast, but want to talk to people uh, about a podcast or about like how to start even at home, like uh, go to our website at stickypawsstudios.com or find us on Instagram at stickypawsstudios. Just DM us. And we're, we're not transactional. Listen, if you want some, if you want individual help and, or if you're curious about the concept of podcasting, we're happy to educate you here at Sticky Paws. What half of what we do is the podcasting and the other half is education because we believe that podcasting is the medium that every business will need. It's like, it's like websites in 1999. That was before my time really. But, uh, everyone thought websites were a fad like, Oh, it's just going to be a thing. It's all, it's all about, you know, brick and mortar. But by 2005, if you didn't have a website, you're not competing. And everyone thought apps were a fad, you know, um, like when iPhone first came out, everyone thought these little dots on your phone was like going to just, you know, go away. It's all about websites, not apps. But here we are now, like if you don't have an app to your company or an app to your service and a website, you're falling behind. All right, go forward to 2016. If you don't have an Instagram account, an app and a website, your company's not competing. And George, I 100% believe that within the next five years or even sooner, that if, you're, if your company doesn't have a way to organically speak to their audience via a podcast or some sort of kind of entertainment or talk show, something like this, you're not gonna be capturing the audience for the next generation. So if you don't have a podcast, an Instagram, a website, your business is probably not going to compete in the market. Wow. <laughs> Couldn't have said it any better. Um, the, uh, the Gary V, that sort of model, right? You got that same type of character and charisma. So I hope that this continues for you and that uh, you find the next big wave before the Gary V man does. And we, we start looking at Travis Flesher for what's popping in the trends. Yes. Follow me on Instagram at Travis Flesher. Thank you so much for having me, George. All righty. Trey Lyles, tell the band to play us out.